Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, friends, and welcome into another edition of Gamecock Central Radio. Game week is upon us. Gamecocks taking on NC State this Saturday at 3 o'clock in Charlotte. That game will be televised by ESPN, but a whole throng of Gamecock fans will be headed up I-77 toward the Queen City for the season opener here in 2017. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor, and we're talking Wolfpack today. Going to preview NC State and talk about how the Gamecocks are going to try to match up with this ball club out of the ACC, an old rival of the Gamecocks. From South Carolina's ACC days, these two programs go back a long ways, and it's going to be a fun way to start the season. Colin, we start with news about the NC State defense. Their senior cornerback, Mike Stevens, who was slated to be a third-year starter this year, is out for the South Carolina game due to a knee injury that he suffered during preseason camp. So what has happened is NC State has shifted former wide receiver Jonathan Alston uh, they moved him to cornerback a year ago, but he redshirted last year. So senior Jonathan Alston, a former wideout, will start at cornerback against the Gamecocks on Saturday, and this will be his first start in the secondary uh, at, at the college level. He did play safety in high school, but he's a senior at NC State now. That was four years ago. He has not played a game on defense in at least four years, and we're interested to know, uh, you know how the Gamecocks might be able to exploit that. NC State is high on Austin. He was the scout team special teams player of the year last year, but again, no experience under live action in the secondary. Right, and I'm sure Jake Bentley and that receiving core over there are, are licking their chops right now because, you know, NC State somewhat thin in, in the secondary, and if you know that offensive line gives them any time to to prepare and him from Jake Billing to load up, then uh, it should be a big day for South Carolina offensively. Um, NC State going through a lot of the same problems South Carolina is right now with uh, some injuries in the secondary. South Carolina obviously lost Jalen Dickerson for the year, and then Taven Jackson's kind of going through some hamstring problems. So um, NC State they're they're getting pretty thin back there and. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it how it pans out over a 60 minute game. But if you know they don't kind of shore up and get good play from their starters in the secondary, it could be a long day defensively for for both teams. Just seeing you know based on depth, um, it could turn into a very high scoring affair uh, up in Charlotte. NC State head coach Dave Doran spoke to the media on Monday, and he talked about playing Jonathan Alston, giving him the start at cornerback and uh, the injury to Mike Stevens. So Doran said that the Wolfpack have got five players that they like in the secondary. They were hoping to have six, but Stevens is out, and NC State will go with the five that they've got this weekend against South Carolina. So the Stevens injury certainly could be a situation that impacts this ball game on Saturday. And interesting also, Colin, that the starter at corner opposite Jonathan Alston for NC State will be Nick McLeod, who's from Rock Hill. He played at South Point High. He did start in the bowl game last year, Colin. This is interesting. Stevens was hurt in the bowl game last year. NC State whipped Vanderbilt in the Independence Bowl. Stevens did not play that game. McLeod started that game and played 81 snaps. So it's really like the second game in a row, albeit a year apart, that they played without Mike Stevens. So as much as they'd like to have him in there, they're not completely unaccustomed to not having him available. Right. And, you know, it, a lot depends on if, you know, he can play well uh, as a fill-in. Um, 
obviously, like you said, they 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 whooped Vanderbilt pretty bad in that bowl game. Um, so if they can get some good secondary play, I think it's going to be, you know, obviously good for NC State, but uh, tough for South Carolina because they have to kind of scale back what they want to do in terms in offensively. If, you know, that secondary plays up to par, um, and then they become kind of a you know spread it around on the flats and hope players make plays in the in the open space. Um, but if that if that secondary doesn't play up to par, then they could take a lot more deep shots with uh, Debo Samuel and Brian Edwards down the field. Yeah, with the injury to Mike Stevens, we talked about the back end of the NC State defense to open the podcast today, but we could have easily started with the front end of the defense, Colin. Obviously, the best way to help your secondary is to get past rush. Don't allow the opposing quarterback time to throw. Disrupt his timing. Get him off his spot, that kind of thing. And NC State was very good at doing that last year their front seven is outstanding one of the best groups in the country according to a lot of college football experts and Colin if the Gamecocks are going to have success against this NC State defense they better protect Jake Bentley this may be the best front seven that the Gamecocks face until they see Clemson at the end of the year and the NC State defense is anchored by senior defensive end Bradley Chubb who was 15th in the nation last year with 10 and a half sacks and he was fourth in the country in tackles for loss with 22 and a half Kentavious Street, B.J. Hill, and Justin Jones round out the NC State starting front line. And they had a reserve last year, Colin. Darian Roseborough came off the bench and had seven sacks last year. Seven sacks led the Gamecocks. That's what Darius English had last year. So this is a fierce right. NC State front line. Right, and, you know, Will Muschamp has said it a, a couple times over the course of, you know, the offseason that, you know, this is a, one of the best front sevens they're going to face arguably all year. Obviously, you mentioned Clemson as another one. Um, and NC State has a lot of NFL talent uh, in their front seven, especially on the defensive line. Um, and South Carolina's offensive line was spotty at times last year. Um, so I think that's a huge key going into this. You you really need the offensive line to play well and give Jake Bentley even a semblance of a certain amount of time to go get a play, you know, get a throw off. Because if if they don't, that defensive line is going to you know cause havoc all day. It's going to be hard to block those guys for an extended period of time just because they are so good and they have so much experience. Um, they have a lot of veteran leadership, a lot of seniors on that side. So, you know, they got guys that can make plays not only, you know, on the line, but in the backfield, you know, in the second level. So um, it's, it's definitely a group they got to keep an eye on and, you know, make sure they game plan for it because if not, they could uh, get ugly for South Carolina. All right, let's talk about the Gamecock game plan for NC State. Colin, I got to believe that, you know, initially, particularly early in the ball game. When the Gamecocks decide to throw, it's probably going to be short passes, short drops, quick throws. Don't allow Bentley to you know, stay in that pocket any longer than he's got to. I think the Gamecocks will call plays that are designed to get the ball out quickly. They've talked about that uh, this summer as you know, a point of emphasis and something they're going to hope to do more this year. I would think that approach is going to be imperative against NC State, who will bring pass rush, no question. Right, and I think as an offensive coordinator, you always want to get your quarterback in a rhythm and – you know, I think Jake Bentley works better when he's in a rhythm, obviously. So getting the score passes out there, avoiding pressure, um, you see it all the time. If a quarterback gets hit early, they kind of have that internal clock speed up a little bit throughout the course of the game. So you can keep Jake Bentley upright, and you keep him, you know, throwing you know quick hits routes, out routes, and things like that to South Carolina's bevy of playmakers on the outside. Um, I think that'll be good for them. You you don't want to give that defensive line any kind of momentum uh, heading into the second quarter or second half because you know they're going to, you know, if they get rolling, it's going to be hard to stop them. Very intriguing matchup. Strength on strength, South Carolina's offense against NC State's defense and that vaunted pass rush. 
and uh, a real test for the Gamecock offensive line. We're going to find out very quickly in this season uh, if the Gamecock offensive line has improved its ability to block in the running game and to protect the quarterback. That was a real area of concern last year, obviously. So down and distance will be important in this matchup. And yards on first down, I think, will be critical too, Colin, because, you know, if the Gamecocks are stuck in third and eight and third and ten all night, obviously that plays right into NC State's hand. Right, and I think there was a stat that NC State ranked first in college football last year, first in the nation, in um, yards allowed on first down. I think it was some, you know, short number, like four yards every first down. So, they were the that NC State defense was good in forcing their opponents into you know second and third and longs, um, which obviously helps the secondary because you know what's coming. Um, so if the Gamecocks, they got to be able to move the ball well, uh, but they also have to make sure that they're you know getting up into you know third and threes, third and fours, because if not, then it could be a long day if that defense knows what to expect in South Carolina. All right, let's talk about the other side of things here with uh, the NC State offense versus the Gamecock defense. NC State had a very strong running game a year ago. They did lose their top running back from last year. They had an 1,100-yard rusher. Days has moved on, but who will be returning is Jalen Samuels, an interesting player, Colin, an H-back. He's a tight end. He's a senior, but he caught six touchdown passes a year ago, and he ran for seven. They line him up all over the field, man. This guy does all sorts of things for an unorthodox and unusual NC State offense. Right, and Coleman Hustler said the other day that they kind of view him as a tight end that can make wide receiver plays. I mean, he's very similar to – he's a hybrid between what Casey Crosby and Debo Samuel is. So if you combine those two types of players, that's what you get in him. Um, lines off all over the field, can, you know, take, you know, handoffs in the backfield, can catch passes on the, the end, and then go deep a few yards as well. So, I mean, he's a guy that the Gamecocks have to you know, keep an eye on because if they lose him, then he could be, you know, celebrating in the end zone and the other bands playing, as Coach Muschamp says. So uh, he's a guy that you really want to make sure you key on um, because if not, he can really, really hurt you. Colin, I was reading an NC State site uh, earlier today before we started the podcast, and they talked about the Gamecocks' difficulty stopping the run last year, and they pointed out the fact that Western Carolina ran for 242 yards against the Gamecocks last year. So NC State is, has every confidence that they're going to be able to line it up and run the football against South Carolina, and they've got a – Pretty balanced offense, Colin. Their quarterback, junior Ryan Finley, passed for over 3,000 yards a year ago. Uh, good touchdown to interception ratio, 18 TDs, just eight interceptions, and very solid at the quarterback spot for NC State last year. So they're balanced. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that front seven, I mean, Will Muschamp has said it a couple times over camp that, you know, your your defensive line with you know, Dante Sawyer, Taylor Stall with Norman Jones, they have to be able to get a push up front, whether it's, you know, rushing the passer or stopping the run because NC State does both really, really well, um, especially for a team like them. Uh, they know what they do, and they do that um, pretty, pretty well. So that defensive line has to be able to get into the backfield, cause some havoc, um, tackle, you know, get tackles for loss, get sacks, because if not, and Finley gets into a kind of a, a rhythm, um, then it's going to be hard to stop that kind of offense because they are so – they have playmakers. Um, maybe not as many as South Carolina, I think, just because – the depth in South Carolina is pretty good, um, but they got guys that can make a difference um, at a couple of different spots on the field. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. If you haven't downloaded the new phone app that we've got for the Gamecock Central Radio app, you can find it on the App Store and on Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Game week is upon us. 
Colin, the tone setter for both these teams for the new season, 3 o'clock kickoff Saturday in Charlotte. We've caught a break with the weather this week, Colin. It is unseasonably cool today, and these cool temperatures are expected to run through the weekend, so that'll be nice for the fans who are making the trip up to Charlotte. Great stuff today, Colin. We appreciate you. Actually, thank you for having me on. It's beginning to feel a lot like football and look a lot like football outside now, right? No question. Yeah, Colin, before we turn you loose, tell us about coverage coming up the rest of the week here, game week on Gamecock Central. So we got a couple things. Will Muschamp's having his uh, weekly press conference Tuesday. Um, in the afternoons, so there's going to be a lot of stuff about depth chart and who's winning position battles, kind of what to expect from the team going forward. A uh, couple different things coming on the, the talk about depth at linebacker. Coleman Hustle talked to, at length about that um, this past week. And then you have your, your standard Carolina call-in show uh, Thursday from Wild Wing and the Vista. So full coverage from that as well before um, getting ready to get things started Saturday at 3 p.m. Get it cranked up on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Colin. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right, Colin Taylor, our staff writer from Gamecock Central, and I'm Emerson Phillips. Keep it tuned here to Gamecock Central Radio. A lot more to come this week. Game week here on GCR. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.